Hey guys, it's Robert Alexander, and this is another episode of Good Vibes. Once again, I'd love to thank everyone who's been listening so far. And for those of you who are new, you can find me on iTunes at Good Vibes with Robert Alexander and also on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com backslash Robert Alexander 7. Now let's get started. The question I have for you guys this week is, when is the last time you checked for the monster under the bed? Now I know that sounds crazy, right? But stick around and it'll make sense in a little while. So by now, I think it's safe to assume that most of us know that there isn't a monster under the bed. But when you go back to childhood and think about that monster under the bed that literally never existed, it was the scariest, most gruesome, biggest, beastly figure that you could possibly imagine. And oftentimes, that is how we imagine whatever we're afraid to face. Whether it's stepping out and doing something different socially, uh, expressing feelings that we've never expressed to someone before, uh, falling in love, whatever it is, I consider that the monster under the bed because we don't know it. It isn't familiar. And yet, the power comes in looking that monster in its eye. That power comes from looking beyond that curtain and realizing, oh, it isn't so bad after all. So hopefully, someone can relate. For years, this podcast has honestly been a monster under the bed for me. I've been afraid to speak. I've been afraid of what people would think of me speaking. I've been afraid of sounding dumb. I've been afraid of being judged. Um, Just anything that I could have possibly thought of was, you know, another monster born under my bed. At a certain point, my bed wasn't even touching the floor anymore because there were so many monsters underneath. But that being said, uh, addressing the monster under the bed um, has really become a way of life for me. Um... Since last week's episode, I have been able to really turn full circle with the entire scenario that I spoke of. Um, And miraculously, I have no hard feelings towards my ex. I have no hard feelings. I completely understand the situation and I was able to grasp it and remove my ego and understand it. And from his from his perspective, granted, we didn't have an in-depth conversation about it. I understand him well enough to know that he's not malicious or evil and has no reason to hate me and therefore this was not at me and once again i have to use the word miraculously i was able to simply receive the new change and move forward understand that the universe does what it does every single day for a reason nothing happens for no reason and i chose not to get stuck in that situation and i also truly truly hope to encourage every single one of you listening right now to also look beyond whatever endeavor you have gotten stuck at i am so grateful for the friends i have i truly truly am and uh my friend Devin, who i've mentioned many many times by now uh told me that it's okay to live in that moment and to be angry and explore those dark feelings and dark emotions because they're there it's a part of the human experience and in doing so i was able to realize oh okay i went through it that that's what my anger looks like you know and i think that that monster um was far scarier than i had imagined i thought that there would be a rage a horrible horrible rage where i set the entire planet on fire and To be fair, I I was able to channel it in a very healthy way. So I'm not encouraging anyone to go out and wreak havoc. This is a controlled thing. 
And most importantly, I think that we must stay grounded and know who we are. There has to be a strong sense of self before you can truly explore all parts of you. But if you don't know exactly who you are today, then you have to guesstimate and it can be crippling at times. So anyway, I was able to look this monster clean in his eye and say, so that's what you look like. This is what it feels like. This is what anger feels like. And me being me, I definitely did not want to live in that moment. So I I had to embrace it for what it was. Say, okay, this is some bullshit. Fuck my ex. Fuck everything about this entire situation. And, um... And I I no longer feel that way, but I needed to go ahead and get it out because that's where we get stuck. We become resentful and we think too much about what other people will feel instead of just simply going through the natural uh, spectrum and range of emotions like we were designed to do. It is truly a blessing to have that epiphany because I've been stuck on so many things for years. Um, simply because I was always too thoughtful, which is still a very weird thing for me to say, but I was too thoughtful or too considerate of other people's feelings in place of considering my own feelings. And so I would carry the weight and carry the cross so that everyone else around me could live a happier life. But on the inside, I was miserable because I was serving my parents or I was serving my friends or I was serving my reputation or my online presence, whatever it was, I was so committed to that. And to, to truly break free from that, I decided to cut my hair off. Oh yeah, you heard that right. I don't have hair anymore. <laughs> my signature blonde locks are gone and my top is cropped. <laughs> Last week's episode and the the experiences that inspired that episode felt very final for me. That felt like the final chapter to a very long book that I've been kind of mentally constructing. And as weird as it is to say, it was almost freeing. That pressure, that was enough to just simply set me free. And I feel like this is a brand new book. It's not enough to be a new chapter in that book. That was the final chapter. I've learned so much. And I've learned so much about love. And the people that I've chosen to love. And and what that represented to me. A few weeks ago, I had a question in my head that I wasn't able to construct properly. But I think I got it now. What is the correlation between all of your exes and how does that correlation speak on your character? That's a question that I had to ask myself and in doing so I realized that I was looking for love in a very improper way. This is no shade to any of my exes. Of course not. I love them all even to this day. If I've ever loved you, I love you forever. I'll have love for you forever. Um... But in the this past experience, I really, that was the breakthrough for me. And I understand that life does not have to be that hard. I simply was making it too hard on myself by not being as conscious to the signs. And as I cheers to change, I am also cheersing to the final chapter of one book and brand new beginnings. 
As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I certainly have become a bit of a junkie for change and putting myself in uncomfortable situations simply to grow. And in cutting my hair, honestly, I did it solely for myself and I wasn't expecting for some, I didn't even factor in how everyone else would react until I went to work like, and everyone's jaws hit the floor. (laughs) But I say that to say that when you make a change, a drastic change, it catapults you forward and you embody that new change especially a change that affects your physical appearance. It seems really silly, especially transitioning into a brand new way of thinking and a a brand new way of living, but cutting my hair has given me a new sense of pride. I like genuinely pay attention to myself from my head to my toes about how I look. I, I match my socks now. I have time to match my socks and it sounds so small and so minute, but in having that sense of pride in my appearance, I stand differently, I walk differently, I present differently, I work differently. So to anyone who thinks that it isn't important to look the part, it actually is. And I guess that's why God gave us eyes, because when it's, it's just as strong as a sense as hearing or smelling or feeling. And perhaps the universe has to receive that energy from you. That sense of pride and that sense of caring how you look and that sense of looking the part of whatever it is that you're prepared to receive. I look like I'm about to open up a business account. And I am. I look like I'm about to start my business legitimately. And I am. I look like I'm about to seize the day. And I do. And I'll even go so far as to say I look like I'm not here for any bullshit because I'm not. (laughs) On a slightly separate note. Has anyone heard of the Michelangelo effect or the Michelangelo phenomenon? The theory is basically that in the same way that Michelangelo sculpted the perfect man out of stone, this is what we do in a relationship. And that relationship could be romantic or a friendship or a connection that you have with a cousin or sibling. Um, And to bring it right on back to me, I think that in past relationships, I... I think in past relationships, I would search for someone who was ambitious enough, but also vulnerable enough to become what I wanted them to become. I looked for the potential and I would say, okay, I can inspire this. Just being completely transparent with you guys. Now that my world has been turned on its head, (laughs) I realize that 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 isn't right. And obviously that is not, and maybe not so obviously, that is not my sole purpose of finding love or my only reason for choosing the people that I have loved in the past. But that was certainly a strong and influential element to my uh, decision to, to be with and commit to everyone that I have committed to. In a sense, I would see the flower and pick it instead of watering it where it was and letting it become what it, what it was destined to be by fate. But now I realize that we belong to no one and no one belongs to us. And I was looking at everything with the wrong set of eyes. Relationships are not about changing a person. It's about accepting who they are 
allowing them the space to express what they aspire to become and encouraging them to be just that. And as simple as that sounds, I missed the memo. And I think a lot of us probably have. In trying to slay the dragons inside of us, we have slain the dragons in so many other people, which is really just a nice way of saying we've broken other people's spirits and trying to make them what we aspire for them to be or, or honestly even aspire to be ourselves. And I am so extremely grateful to have this small platform to say this because the culture, society does not speak on this. We have love songs that teach us to love improperly and give our all to a person because the chords are right and the lyrics are right and we so we think that it's true. We watch television shows where people do the same thing, sacrifice everything because that is what romance is. And when brainwashed into thinking that if we are single, something is wrong with us. I'm single and eating my barbecue Pringles. I am enjoying this. I have the absolute most fantastic friends I could have ever asked for in my entire life. And they are honestly, truly more fulfilling than any relationship that I've ever been in. I feel that in allowing the universe to work around me instead of being so in control of things, God has placed everyone in my life that should be here. And I can appreciate them them being my friends for exactly what they are and wisdom is understanding that friendship is an entire world to explore and it doesn't have to jump into love and romance because for me with friendship we can be completely open and honest say how we feel and with romance in a partnership well in a relationship I feel that we become too uh, compromising and too nice and we give and give and want the other person to be so happy and comfortable and we want to create this cushy world for them so much so that we lose ourselves in that. That has been my experience. That is my reality. And therefore, I prefer the long, luscious, illustrious avenue of friendship. It is beautiful and there is just light ahead. If it's healthy, if it's not, you already know what's going to happen. But with romance, I feel like you make four rights and you write where you are. You make four rights and you and then you go left. (laughs) And so I am exploring that, navigating that, speaking and living in my truth so that I can look that monster under the bed in his eye and be that much more fearless for it. That's it for this episode of Good Vibes. Please share and subscribe, and let's pick this thing up next week. Bye.